right, folks, what's going on? This is episode 675 of the First and Frame Rate Show. Goodness, we're moving towards 700 episodes. Man, I am BF Baller. Over here, we talk about Georgia Southern and Atlanta Falcons football. With all the hype going on with Georgia Southern football, there's a lot of hype going on with that, where we're going to be packing Paulson and playing against the Chanticleers, the team that had our number, the Coastal Carolina Chanticleers. They had our number for the past few years. We have a chance to get some get back. And um, I'm definitely going to be watching that game. But this game here, the Atlanta Falcons playing the Jacksonville Jaguars on Sunday morning in London. Well, it's going to be morning for us. It's um an interesting game. I think the Falcons can bounce back after a poor showing against the Lions. I'm going to give you a few reasons why. And uh, we're just going to go from there. Just a very simple show to end the week. So hopefully you guys had a great week and a better weekend. And uh, let's just go ahead and get into this. If this is your first time here, welcome. I can be found on YouTube and Rumble. I'm also on Anchor, Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts. I want to thank you guys for the support this week. Another great week of listenership and viewership. You guys are absolutely amazing. The podcast numbers are going up. The channel numbers are going up. Just trying to get things in order to make this a much more efficient and better show for you guys. Every day I'm trying to get better. And it's all thanks to you guys. I really, really appreciate it. Um, I could also be found on Twitter or X at VF Baller, and the website is firstandframerates.com. All right, let's go ahead and get into this, just quick and simple. The Falcons can bounce back versus Jacksonville Jaguars as they head to London. Now, with that being said, we have to figure out what they have to do. Um, There's been some rumblings about the passing game when it comes to Desmond Ritter. Um, I did not like some things that I've seen. I do like the fact that he found a way to win the first two games you know, the defense did their part by stopping the other team. But collectively, you know, the, the quarterback did make some plays, and I really like that. He didn't have much time to make plays against the Lions, and hopefully that's not the case in this game against the Jaguars. If the Jaguars can keep Desmond Ritter upright, this could be a very interesting game because even though we're playing the Jaguars and the Jaguars had a, a slight rep of being below average, this is a pretty good team that match up fairly well against the Falcons. Um, one thing that is a worrisome for the the Jaguars, though, the offensive line isn't that great, which I'll talk about that before the show is over. But for our offensive line, we need to find a way to push around their defensive line. We need to get the ball running. We need to give Ritter some time in the pocket so he can make some good decisions, and we can go on the three and one. It's fairly that simple. You know, we're, we're, we're not going to have um, – I don't think we're going to have uh, Cordell Patterson. He's questionable for the game. So we don't know how that's going to help. But if he's in the game, that's going to be um, quite awesome because that would be another weapon that we can use against the uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars. The Jaguars don't have Jay, um, I'm sorry, Jay. They don't have Zay Jones and Devin Lloyd. They're both going to be out. Um, one on defense, one on offense. That's going to really be a pretty big deal. Jamal Agnew is a game-time decision. So um, that's going to be um, pretty detrimental. A lot of... Uh, a lot of focus is going to be on Calvin Ridley, and I understand that because this is his game against his former team. And um, with the way that we've been playing defense, uh, I don't—I'm not sure if Trevor Lawrence will really get that much of a um, that much of a push to the to, to have the passing game as efficient. Because even when we played against the Lions, their passing game wasn't that awesome. You got to understand that they had one big play to the tight end for a touchdown. Outside of that, everything was just you know, average at best. So um, I'm not saying that Trevor Lawrence is better than uh, Jared Goff and vice versa, but if we would stick to our game plan and our secondary with Jeff Okuda, 
probably going to be playing again. If we can keep our secondary intact, we're going to give up some plays. I mean, every team does. I mean, that, that's just what it is. But what plays are you going to give up? Are you going to give up the plays that look like the the, the play to the tight end, the rookie tight end for the Lions? Or are you just going to give up some plays that you may give up a couple of first downs and clamp down when it's time to get closer to the red zone or even in the red zone? That that that's I mean that's just today's game. That's just how it is. You're not going to beat a team and a team has maybe like you know forty or fifty yard passing and you're just stopping everything that they're throwing through the air. It, the, the game is not even catered to that. So I know a lot of teams be dogging the secondary, dogging some linebackers. Like oh my god, I can't believe that they, they they're letting that through and they're just passing on us. No, this is a passing league. You're going to give up passes. I mean that's just how it is. You know unless if you got a whole bunch of you know, Dion's and Ronnie Lott's back there, <laughs> you know, then, then you, you, you're probably in luck. But no, it's catered to the passing game. So let's just, you know, let that be where it is. But the thing is, we don't let them, you know, score, you know. So giving up that round, once again, that 17 to 20, you know, uh, point mark, I think that is very efficient for the defense. You don't want to get into the 25s and 30s because usually when you do that, you're usually going to end up losing the game. So we can get around a 20, 17, 14 point mark to give up give up points and let Jaguars score that many. I think we have the firepower to put up more points. It's just that really we just have to uh, you know, protect the quarterback. And speaking of protecting the quarterback, like I said, the Jacksonville Jaguars has one of the worst offensive lines. They have their 26 and pass block um uh, win rate. So with that being said, people talk about our defensive line. They're talking about us not getting a pass rush. We need to get a pass rush against us against them. You know, they rank 29 against the win block uh, run block win rate. I, I try to say that too many times. 29th in run block win rate. <laughs> and the production in line is 29th EPA per, per design run. So they shouldn't even be able to run the ball on us like that. Now I know Jamar Gibbs got off on us late. You know, he started running pretty well um, late in the game. You know, that's mostly when we were tired because we couldn't move the ball offensively. Like I said, if you're not on the field a long period of time for the offense, the defense is going to get tired, and that's basically what happened. Now, we need to go and um, try to uh, correct that. Hopefully, that's been corrected this game because even, excuse me, because even Coach Arthur Smith saw it. He saw it that he he knew that his offensive line couldn't hold water. They couldn't, you know, you don't want to hold, but you know what I mean? They couldn't block anybody. You know, so it was just a matter of time where Coach Arthur Smith at four minutes left, like, okay, let's not even chance it. Let's just get these three points and let's see what we can do. And we end up getting six points, you know, after, you know, a total of six points. So it, it's just a, you know, it's just somewhat of a reality that he understood at the time. Now he needs to go back and see if that has been corrected. I know I think they restructured Jake Matthews' um, contract. They're probably going to try to bring somebody else in. It's going to be really interesting. May not even be an offensive line. I know they signed an offensive line, a one or two or whatever case may be. Ooh, excuse me. But it is very, uh, you know, it, it, it's just not enough right now. They're going to need to do something with uh, this offensive line if they don't get better. You know, I mean, you got too much talent uh, surrounding this team, and we thought the offensive line was one of our strong points. And when we can't, if we're a run first team, we're going to at least have to run to set up the pass. All right, now be honest. If you can do that, you can beat anybody. I still stand by that. If you can set up the run, then you can do. The, if you can use the run to set up the pass, 
And if this defense could, if the front seven could be as good as the secondary has been, this could be a nightmare for a lot of teams. I still believe that. I, I mean, do I think they're going to go? Mm, I'm so tired. Do you think they can do, go 14 and three? No, I don't think they can do that. I, I believe they can if they played the type of ball they played the first two weeks. They're, they're damn near unbeatable because at the same time, Desmond Ritter could just start getting in a rhythm. And I'll say 14 and three based on the schedule, not because how good they are. This is a fairly weak schedule compared to other teams. So, yes, but they're going to have to get things together. If not, it's going to be a long season because you don't want more games like how it was against the Lions. I mean, those things were our offensive line is better than what they showed. And Brian Brandt showed the, you know, gave the, the teams the blueprint that, hey, we don't have any blocking running backs. We don't have any blocking fullbacks. And we got a guy that's playing safety running around, running wild. If other teams could do that, it could be a long season for us. So hopefully that's something that's corrected because other teams are definitely going to try that, especially teams that are in the division. Best believe they're going to try that. So I think the Falcons could bounce back. I think this could this should be a win for the Falcons. I think they're they evenly match against the Jaguars. Some people say the Jaguars are the favorite. I'm not necessarily sure. I didn't look at the line. But um, I, I feel like the Falcons can win this game uh, fairly respectfully. You know, another, you know, 10-point, you know, 13-point game. I just I just don't think that Jaguars have the horses to actually beat this team. But the thing is, it starts in the trenches once again. If you get the, the leverage in the trenches on a, a, game, a play in and play out basis, you're going to see Desmond Ritter do some things. You know, I mean, that's just, I mean, you give a, a quarterback time. You know, as long as he's not making those errant throws that we've seen, we're going to be all right. So if you like this commentary, hit the like button, share this podcast, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. Let me know what you guys think about all of this. I mean, do you think the Falcons can win? Do you think they're uh, going to have a two-game losing streak? Do you think they're going to continue to lose? I think they have a fighting chance. I think this is a, a, a fairly evenly matched game, but I think with the injuries to Devin Lloyd, and uh, Zay Jones maybe a little bit too much. I think the Falcons' defense should be able to um, overtake what Trevor Lawrence and company's trying to do. So uh, I can be found on YouTube and Rumble, also on Anchor, Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts. The website is firstandframerates.com, and I can be found on X at VF Baller. All right, I'm going to get up out of here. You guys enjoy your weekend, and uh, I'll see you guys on the weekend. I'll be doing some videos, but I got to travel tomorrow morning, so I'll be out for at least half of the day. But I'll hopefully I'll see you guys then. All right, y'all. Y'all take it easy and uh, y'all be blessed. Peace.